he brought it back to Fox and the Hound. I did. And ended on a lighter it's like the too. whole Garden of Eden is kind of inside of us, and I think you can see that original creation in everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really cool. I, I don't understand Calvinism for that exact reason, frankly. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I that's like a whole different Pinocchio, discussion. Actually, didn't think about it. Another one I want to rewatch too. If we go back to this, is the uh, Aladdin. I haven't rewatched that one yet, but hmm. I would like to rewatch that because I mean, like I wasn't, I never. That's what I mean. I never really thought about these things as a kid. But like now, thinking back, I'm always like, why is it called the Cave of Wonders? Like the Cave of Wonders of all things you could call it. You know. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I heard. Uh, it was Jordan Peterson actually one time. He just mentioned Aladdin and he said that Gene, Genie is actually short for genius or it's like a play on words for genius. Oh. And so like just thinking about that, I was thinking about that like not too long ago and I was like, so Aladdin, basically this poor, poor, you know, like peasant and he has to go into the dark, deep, dark cave like, if you look at it like his soul, basically, like, he's going down to, like, the inner depths of his soul, where he finds a lamp, which is, like, what do lamps give off? It's light, basically. Mm. And so when he rubs it, then this genius comes out, or this idea, I guess, or whatever yeah. you want to call it, this light, um, and it basically gives him, grants him three wishes, and is kind of giving him this chance to rise to be a prince, or a king, sort of. Just that whole like from mm, it, I never actually interesting. Like, this is what I mean. There's all these weird symbols in all these movies that I don't like. I haven't like. I just now like tapping into, and you have that's really there, cool. Yeah, there's there's like common themes in them too. Like uh, that that is a common theme in a lot of them is going into a dark place to like kind of resurrect something. Like you go kind of down. Like he goes into the mm. wonders to like bring back the genie, this lamp. Um, I'm like I don't necessarily mean that in like a super spiritual sense, like not like resurrecting as in like Jesus or anything, but like you go like to you know go down to a dark place to discover something. I guess would be the the better thing. Yeah, yeah. that would be the better word to say. Not resurrect yeah. to discover something. Like even in the Lion King, that one like he when he discovers his father, you know, when he's out living with Timon and Pumbaa, he's got to run through this dark like tunnel of like weeds and stuff when he's following Rafiki, you know. And then he comes to the pond and he sees his father's reflection in the water, you know? Because, yeah. like, he's got to go through that yeah. tunnel to get there. In Pinocchio, he goes down into the belly of the beast to find his to, his mm. father in that one, too. Like, there's, these, there's like, a theme. Like, there's, that's, like, a common theme in, like, a lot of movies. Um, different characters, too. Uh, Mike Jones actually texted me today and he said there's, I guess they're called archetypes. And they're just characters that have, like, a certain spirit behind them or characteristic behind them. Like you have like a mother or a caregiver is like one. Um, uh-huh. You kind of have that like weird, like Rafiki is kind of like, what is it? I think it's just kind of like a sage or I guess a prophet or something, you know, like kind of this mystical character. Um, that's what's blowing my mind about Peter Pan, man. I just, I don't understand how this guy could put this thing together. Like there's just so many different like, I'm still trying to figure it all out. I haven't even finished the book. I'm not sure what Tinkerbell is, but she's just <laughs> kind of frustrating me. Okay, do you want me to go into it? 
because this might take a yeah, little bit. Yeah, let's do it. I can try to. All right, I'll try to unpack it. This is, I, I really think, like, okay, <laughs> sorry. Go through all that serious talk. Then we get back on this. Um, I really think, like, as a parent, I, uh, well, honestly, I think everybody, like, it doesn't even matter if you're a parent, but especially parents should really, like, get the idea of Peter Pan. So Peter Pan, when you watch the Disney movie, I think in the book also, it basically says at the beginning that the mom can, like, in the, in all the stories, she's hearing their kids talk of Peter Pan. She she thinks of Peter Pan as the spirit of youth. So that's kind of what Peter Pan is. He's the spirit okay, of youth. Yeah. Okay, so there's that. Um, then you have one thing, when people watch a Disney movie, especially fathers when you watch it, I think they need to give this, is the voice of the father is the same voice for Captain Hook. So, like, you have... a it's like you have these um, Peter Pan is a spirit of youth and you have Captain Hook and I don't think either one is necessarily evil like I always thought growing up Peter Pan was a good one you know but then when you rewatch the movie you're like wow he's totally self-centered he's like completely irresponsible he's you know and then you have Captain Hook that is battling him it's like this adult spirit that like wants to take out the spirit of youth. It's it's weird to think of it in the same sense of, like, we just mentioned the Garden of Eden. Like, everybody has those two inside mm-hmm. of them that are fighting each other. You have Peter Pan and Captain Hook fighting each other, and you need both of them to, like, properly conduct yourself in this world, sort of. Mm-hmm. And then you have, like, that's the thing, like, with the movie of Hook that is so profound to me is, like, he has... Like, he has to go back to Neverland to basically resurrect Peter Pan. Because Peter Pan is, like, gone from Neverland. So, Hook, like, Robin Williams' character in that is basically he has no more spirit of youth in him. He's totally just businessman all the time. Like, even Wendy, when they go to visit her, she says, Peter, you've become a pirate. And, like, there's all these, like, little hints, like, dropped her out there where, like, He's basically killed Peter Pan in his own heart, and he's just now just Captain Hook. And you watch him like, treat his kids that way. Like, he, like, mm. his kids are playing, and he'll just yell at him or something. And, like, try to... And it's like, his kids are, like, playing and having fun using their imagination or acting like Peter Pan, and he just attacks them, like Captain Hook would. Or wow. Something, you know? it's, Interesting. It's, it's so, like... Yeah, that's what I mean. It's so that's fascinating. Yeah. And so... Like, and then even in that, like, in Hook, the movie Hook, like, when he goes to Neverland, the crocodile's killed and it's stuffed. And so it's not ticking. Yeah. And so the crocodile is time. And that's what Hook is scared of. Because mm. Peter Pan isn't, because Peter Pan never grows up. Right. It's like, constantly has that fear of time. Like, his, which is the healthy thing. Like, Peter Pan doesn't have that. And so he's not as, like, you know, it's kind of, that is a downfall in some sense. You need to have a healthy fear of time in your own life, but not too much. But when right. Hook, though, in Hook, like, it's like the hook, the crocodile is dead. So there's no more ticking in his ear. Like, that, like, he's not aware of, of the, that time is fleeting. And so there's this, man, it is so, like, you can miss it if you're not paying attention, but his wife, it's towards the beginning of the movie, like, because he goes and he misses his his son's baseball game and all this stuff, and then there's a point where his wife just looks at him, he's like, 
She's like, your children are growing up and you're missing it. And it's like, mm. that's because he's killed that clock. Like, he doesn't, you know? Yeah. He, he's Captain Hook is, like, taking over Neverland. He's killed the crocodile. And he doesn't even realize that his own children's life, like, they're growing up and he's missing it. And life is passing him by. Like, you need that healthy fear of time to actually cherish those things. There's so yeah. many, like, little, like, wow. drop throughout that movie, man. It's just crazy. That's amazing. Yeah, and it's such a pro-family movie, too. The thing about Hook that I like so much is, like, in order for him to, like, resurrect Peter Pan in his own life, it's like, what did it take? It took his kids. That's mm-hmm. what I love about the movie. It's such a pro-family message, like, subconscious message hidden in that movie where, like, it, it like, children are, like, and being around children, like, help you stay young, you know? Yeah. Like, that's that's his happy thought in the end. That's what, like, brings him back to, like, and that's what balances it out. Like, him in his own life, that's what ends up balancing it out where he can go home. Like, he goes to Neverland, and then he starts to become Peter Pan again, and then he forgets about his kids, and Tink has to remind him. And then, so you have, like, a responsible adult, like, you have, like, this portion of Hook, but then he's got the portion of Peter Pan, too, where he can play with his kids still. And it's like... Yeah. Your kids, your kids keep you young. The message in that movie is so, like... It's just beautiful, because it's, like, even thinking about it, like... Even with grandparents, like, with older people, like, when do they get, like, another, like, kind of rejuvenation or restart in their life? Is like when grandkids come into their life. It's this new yeah. light in this new, like, youthfulness that is, like, running around and, like, bringing you back to that youthfulness, in a sense. It kind of takes you back to Neverland, in a sense. It's crazy. Yeah. It just blows the land. I love that movie awesome, so much. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> Isn't it nuts? I don't understand it all, though, but I'm like, how did this guy write this book? Like, I don't know how he um, laid out the concepts in his head to actually formulate it. That is crazy. I love that. Yeah, I'm still, like, chewing on it, too, because Hook is like, man, watch that movie and kind of look at the symbols and stuff in it and the the spirit of stuff. And, like, that one's such a good movie. But then, and you'll notice little, like, lines in it sometimes where you're like, wow, that's really, like, where you'll notice, like, things like that. But the books that I'm listening to now, man, it's hard for me to, like, keep up with because... There's a lot of archetypes like that. Like, Wendy is, like, the mother. Um, mm. You know, she goes to Neverland. You have all the the lost boys, and they and Peter Pan takes her there to be their mother, basically, and tell them stories. And yeah. so she's, like, kind of the symbol of... She's the spirit of the mother, basically. And then you have Peter yeah. Pan, the spirit of youth. Um, Tinkerbell, this is what's, like, so frust- frustrating me. I'm not sure... Like, I've been trying to figure it out because, and maybe I'll get more of it as I keep listening to the book. In the cartoon, there's a part where she, like, absorbs, where, like, they try to kill Peter Pan and she takes the bomb out, you know, and it blows her up. Mm-hmm. Peter Pan is, like, keeps saying, don't go out, King, don't go out. So, like, she was kind of like this light. I don't know, I was trying to piece it together. Um, It's like, she's, like, it's almost like she's necessary. Like, it takes her p- pixie dust for Peter um, Pan. It's like she's, like, this weird 
I'm still trying to figure out exactly what she is. Um, I know in like in in mythology, a lot of times fairies were like something that would pres- I think like would preserve your youth. It would um like you could get lost in a like a fair in the woods with a fairy, and like 300 years could go by, and you don't even notice it because mm. like the fairy like has kind of like brought you out of time. I'm not quite sure what that is. Like I think I really really think that imagination. And Interesting. Okay. I, I think that's what I think that's what Tinkerbell is. I really yeah. like that's what I'm thinking. And even in the book, like her name's Tinkerbell because she's a tinker of things. Like she like works on like pots oh. and pans and like creates things for them. Um, I don't. That's what I mean. There's like I'm trying to figure out all these hidden layers to this, and I don't know. A lot of it, I think, isn't so much like oh, there has to be a deeper meaning. Like really. Neverland is kind of, it's it's just like it's 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 kind of weird. Like once you start listening to the book, you kind of see it as it's a child's imagination. It's like the child a child's world world view basically. Yeah, like, like it's that's why Neverland. It's like there's all these crazy things in there, and anything can kind of happen in Neverland. There's like mermaids, there's this, there's that, but like nothing is too scary because it's yeah. Like, it's a child's worldview, sort of. You're seeing it through the eye, the world through the eyes of a child's imagination. And so, I don't know, man, but I think about it, I'm like, I'm still trying to figure out, that's what makes most sense to me, is that she might be imagination, and, like, you have a child's imagination. It's like it takes, you know, they need Tinkerbell in order to fly. Like, you get these mm. ideas these thoughts, these, you know, and these happy thoughts, and then you mix that in the, in the Disney movie, it says mix that with faith and trust and a little bit of pixie dust, and you can fly. Um, but then it's like Peter Pan is what takes you to Neverland. It's like your imagination lifts you off the ground, but you need the spirit of youth to actually lead you into Neverland or something. It's like it takes those two. It takes yeah. imagination because you can have an adult imagine some terrible things, you know. But it's yeah. like you need the spirit of youth mixed with imagination, and then it's like Tinkerbell and Peter Pan combined. It's like that's what'll get you in Neverland or something. I don't know. I'm trying to like that makes sense to me. But the reason the thing I, I mean, there's still things I don't get about Tinkerbell. Like I don't necessarily know why she hates Wendy so much. Um. <laughs> Other than mm. I don't I don't know. Like unless Wendy's like a threat to him growing up, maybe, because she's his motherly figure that's trying to like 'cause that's what mothers do, I guess, in a sense. They kind of say it's weird, dude. I'm like it's so weird just thinking about it. Like I uh like that's what I mean. It's so it's hard for me to like listen to the book and keep wrapping my mind around it because there's so many good messages in it. It's crazy. Like, even with Wendy, it's like, it's such a pro-mother story also. Yeah. Because you have yeah. all these kids that are running crazy with their imaginations and everything, and she's, like, there to to kind of nourish them and, like, almost, like, like feed their mat. Like, she doesn't, she plays along with them, you know? It's like she gets into their imagination with them, is in the story with them, yet at the same time is helping them grow up. 
and teaching them like responsibility and like put them to bed and it's like yeah. this, such a pro like other message and it also it's it's really neat to like even just listen to it but I don't know that don't is know what so fascinating of. man wow <laughs> it's crazy it makes me want to go watch Hook yeah you should watch Hook definitely I uh, will Peter Pan yeah. Disney cartoon it's good but I feel like it's not as not as like deep or as deep as Hook. It might be though, and I just haven't like really uncovered it all. But even in Hook, now that I'm listening to the book of Peter Pan, there's a lot of stuff in Hook that comes out of the book of Peter Pan that's not in the Disney movie. Like there's a lot more. I, that book. makes sense. Yeah. 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 If you get any like understanding on what Tinkerbell is, let me know because that's that's the most I can think of is like that she's supposed to be kind of this symbol of his imagination uh, it's it's weird because that's another theme in a lot of Disney movies it seems like is there's this like have you noticed that like a lot of times people will have like the characters will have a small little companion you know or something yeah yeah like Pin- like Pinocchio it's his conscience Jiminy Cricket it's like this little inner voice yeah it's like it's like a small creature that like most of the other characters probably can't see. It's like kind of like a, a symbol of a still small voice or something, you know. Like in Dumbo, there's the mouse, and the mouse is like Dumbo's man. It's such a sad movie. He's so sad. He misses his mom all the time. It's so sad. But this little really mouse sad. is like this constant voice of encouragement that just keeps coming alongside him and keeps telling him to get up and get up and get up. And it's like. Mm. I think that's what that mouse is in that movie. And so I don't know if Tinkerbell is kind of like that, if she's like his imagination, or I think it probably is. I don't think it'd be an inner voice because she doesn't talk at all, you know? I yeah. mean, she does to him, but only to him. It's like she just makes these weird noises. So I don't know. Um, it's kind of, that's don't really like... fascinating. I have no yeah. idea. I'll watch Hook and let you know, though. Yeah, but that yeah. is so fascinating. Also, it makes me I, just wonder how that writer came up with all of these like really that's... interwoven allegories and stuff. I know, like I don't get that's it. amazing. It's crazy, and I, that's what I mean. I was just like, I had to pause it for a while. And I'm like, how could you even begin to write a story like this? Like, I have no idea. I I don't know either. I don't know if it just like he started writing and it just started coming out subconsciously. Like it doesn't. I don't really know. I don't know if he just sat down and watched kids and watched them play and watched mm. the world they were in. And I'm like, maybe that's how he did it. Because, like, I mean, John, like, it's got a, you know, what are the, it's Wendy, John, and Michael, I think, are the three kids. And, like, John, there's a part where it mentions when in Neverland, his house is like a boat that's turned upside down. It's like, you know, these things that would happen in a kid's imagination. It's like, oh, this yeah. is my house. This is like... The, and so I don't know if maybe that's how he did it or if he... Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. It's it's fascinating to me to even think of how... That's he did so it, fascinating. Uh, to start, wow, to start that's that. That's so cool. Yeah. But I really cool. want to figure out... I really, really just want to figure out why... Um, Tinkerbell hates Wendy. I'm like, I don't get it. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If I have no idea. If she's a, like, because I wouldn't think the way that the story's kind of structured right now, I don't think Wendy or the mother 
type is a threat. If if Tinkerbell is imagination, I don't think she's a threat to the imagination. But maybe that's it, though. Maybe a Tinkerbell thinks she's a threat, but really Wendy isn't. Because Wendy mm-hmm. likes Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell just doesn't like Wendy. And so I don't know... I don't know why, if, if Tinkerbell's imagination, I don't know why a child's imagination would be in, like, would would not like the spirit of a mother sort of thing. Um, oh, interesting. Than, like a hindrance sort of a thing? Yeah, maybe. Or, yeah. Or maybe it's uh, the mom tells you to go to bed. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I, I mean, I have no idea. Or the mom... The other thing, too, is, like, I don't know if Wendy going there, like, this motherly figure kind of starts bringing structure to Neverland. And, like, even though you're letting your kids imagine whatever, and they're in Neverland, and all these things are happening, she's still, like, trying to bring some sort of groundedness to it all, some sort of foundation to it, and help the kids. I don't know. I, I don't really... Like, I, like... That's the thing, like, I don't want to make something out of nothing that's not there. Because it's like, yeah. even if it's something subconscious the writer put in the, sto- in the story, it's like, if it came from his subconscious, like, it's going to be true when you discover it. And it's going to, like, ring through throughout the, throughout the whole story, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, if, if Tinkerbell's, if she's a symbolic of imagination or something, then it's going to, like ring through without the whole story, I'm not going to, like, have to twist something to make it make sense, you know? It's just going to... Yeah. It'll it'll work. And that's why I'm, like, I'm kind of struggling with it. So I'm like, I, I, I could... I feel like I could tweak the story or be like, oh, well, this is this because it's... The, and make it... Make her imagination. But I'm like, it's just going to kind of flow, I think, if that's the case. And I won't have to do that. So I don't know. It's, yeah. It's really... Yeah, it's it's a fun it's a fun story though, man. Like, and it's I think it's so profound. Like, if people were to get the symbolism and the types in it, I think like just it's weird. Like, it, I want I mean I guess just everybody could get something out of it because it's like especially families. I just feel like it's a really good like family. Yeah, absolutely. Too. Because even as a father, you don't want to be Captain Hook and destroy your child's spirit, in a sense, you know? Yeah. I was thinking wow. about this. That's really, Sorry, really I know, cool. I know I'm like, talking a lot. I've just been thinking about this. Like, no, this is about, awesome. I was thinking about this also, and it's in the cartoon. I don't know if it'll happen in the story. And the cartoon's, like, you know, it's missing so much of the actual book, so it's hard to... But I was just thinking about this thought, and this is just a personal thought. I'm not saying, like, this was intended in the movie at all. But when Captain Hook, like, he goes, like, and he's going to kill Peter, you know, and he drops the bomb down there. Um, yeah. And then, so if, like, if I was just thinking, if Tinkerbell is imagination, and if Peter Pan is a spirit of youth, and Captain Hook is, like, an adult or a grown-up or this, like, you know, it, this, it basically is kind of the angry dad, in a sense. Um, so the angry dad, like, goes... And he's he basically in combat with Peter Pan, with the spirit of youth. He's trying to, like, like go at it. And it's like he drops his bomb on it, basically. But what took the what took the impact of the blow? 
it's like I just thought about that, and I was like, man, that would be that's so sad. Like that, the thing that's in combat with Peter Pan, with his irresponsible spirit of youth, is like that's what Hook is combating, and it's like that needs to happen. Mm. But in in that, the child's imagination is what got like hurt. And I'm like, that's interesting. Just sad. Yeah, just Aww. that. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, it should have. Yeah, it's really sad. It's like, it, it as is a father. Sad. Yeah. As a father going to your kids and stuff, and if you ever have to correct them, like, or whatever, like, you're going to struggle with that spirit of youth and that there needs to be, like, responsibility and correction at some point, but, like, to actually harm their imagination. And their vision and their hopes and their and their dreams and their ideas like you can you can actually destroy that in trying yeah. to if you're too oppressive I guess in a sense yeah and I don't know if that was even the intention of that little part of the movie I was just like thinking about it and I'm like if that was a weird little message but it like, absolutely works yeah I'm, I'm like I'm gonna get all profound. of my parenting advice from Peter Pan I'm pretty certain. <laughs> Yeah, either from Hook too. We watch because Hook is just fun too, man. It's just it like, is fun. It's a funny movie. It's got jokes. It's just great. Yeah, really I good. need to watch that again. That yeah, is so cool, though, man. Thank you so much for sharing all. That. I was so curious. I had no idea it was that much. Yeah, that's what but I didn't see either. I'm like, oh, I can't keep up with it. I'll send you the um. I found it on Spotify man, the whole book, so that's what I've been listening oh, to. Yeah, could you send that to me? Yeah, I'll send you the link. It's 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 actually I think really well done. It's a girl's like reading it, but she does like good voices for each character too. You know, it keeps your interest sort of thing. Yeah, so. I like that. Yeah, I'll send it to you. That it's, is it's really good. Yeah, it's, yeah, please do. Uh, yeah, I'll send you the um, picture Mike sent me. Also, it was just like a picture of the archetypes, the different kinds that are also yeah, please do. hidden in stories. Because um, I'm gonna start watching for those, also more. I really would. I'd like to Pinocchio again too. I feel like, I feel like we could un- unpack that one pretty good if we got into that. Oh, I think absolutely you could. There's so much there. I don't know what it is about some of those older stories, but I feel like a lot of them are very philosophical. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I agree too. There's, and there's some Disney and there's some I don't get at all. Like, I watched Little Mermaid, and I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't seen that one in ages. I, I, I kind of, like, once I heard that, like, sometimes in, in, like, old mythology, sirens were sometimes drawn as mermaids, then I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I kind of, so Little Mermaid's a siren. Because she sings, too, you know? And she that's how the guy gets attracted to her. And so she's, like, got this siren song, basically. And then she loses her voice. I'm like, but then the whole New World song, like, she's under the sea and there's this whole world. She's up for, like, dude, I feel like there might be stuff there. I just did not get it. I watched that movie and I was like, what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I yeah. would like to rewatch some of these though, and kind of just go back and see if I see any like recurring themes or anything like that. That is so interesting. Yeah, it is. Some of it sometimes it's a little bit hard too because it's like, um, I think sometimes different things mean 
mean different things to different people, if that makes sense. Like, you know, when, I, when I'm thinking about the Jungle Book, like, yeah, there's, like, I, I actually bought the book and was reading through a little bit of it, and I haven't got very far at all. But there's, like, different things in that where, like, I'm not sure... Because there's so many animals in that where, like, I think one one animal could mean something to this writer that, that I wouldn't necessarily pick up on, you know, or something. Yeah. Because he's familiar with it and he's familiar with how it, how it acts in the world and in his culture and stuff. And so, because we talk about, like, people even sometimes being symbolic of animals or something or, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, or any animal, like, animals have certain characteristics so you can kind of you know, look at him that way also. And so, I, yeah, I think there's certain things like that in some of these movies where it takes me a little bit to kind of pick up on. Um, like even the the thing in Dumbo with a mouse. Like at first I was kind of like, why is like thinking about why is he a mouse? Why is he a mouse? Why is he a mouse? And I don't think it has really anything to do with him being a mouse. I think it just has to do with it's a small little voice is really what it is. Mm, and I think that's yeah. all. I think that's, and so for a long time, I'm like, why, 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 why is he a mouse? And I'm like, I don't think that really matters. Like, it's like, why is Jiminy Cricket Cricket? I'm like, I don't think it really matters. It's just that he's a it's small just, little voice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, maybe there's a reason he's a cricket. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> that is so interesting, though. Yeah. Yeah, rewatch yes. some of them, man. Watch Hook. And, I absolutely will. Watch some other ones, and then we'll get back together, and you can, like, unpack some for me because I need help on a lot of them, especially Little Mermaid. There's the other ones yeah. too, I don't I don't really know that much. I have not really watched Seeking Beauty. Um I've not either. I've not seen any of them in so long. Yeah. They're 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 a lot of fun once you start like actually trying to look at them. A- any type of movie is is fun like this way also. Once you start looking for like the hidden things in it, because I think a lot of times, if it's a if it's actually a good story, there's stuff there that's just subconscious that the writer wrote in without even intending to. You know. Mm, yeah. So I think, um, and I think probably more often than not, it's probably better written that way if it is subconsciously. Like I think when people purposely try to put their hidden agenda or into a movie, it doesn't usually work out that well. Yeah, I agree. I think Mike Jones, we, we mentioned this, and I think we even said that's why most Christian movies suck. <laughs> because it's because they're, they're trying so hard to push push their ideology. And yeah, their push their agenda, and it kind of messes up the story, you know? I agree. Because the story There's... suffers when you're trying to, like, push your agenda. And so I think a lot of times if people, people will just sit down and write a good story, and there's so many good subconscious things that get put in there. Yeah. Not, maybe not a lot of times, because sometimes people have bad things they put in there subconsciously, I think. But, yeah, so, like, I think any movie's kind of fun when you go into looking and watching, you know. But then yeah, at the same time, no, like I, I said, agree. a lot of these old Disney movies, I'm just having to, like, sit down and just watch and enjoy them and then think about them later. Because if I'm yeah. trying to think about them the whole time, it's just, like, frustrating to me. And you you don't have time to like to pay attention and keep up with your brain, you know, it's kind of right. Like, right. It's, yeah. it's easier to just sit and enjoy it. Yeah. And then, and then recap it in your mind. So that's really cool though. 
Yeah, please send me that picture. I've literally never thought about looking for uplifting messages in Disney movies ever in my whole life. So this is really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. We should, man, if next time, like, uh, you're in town or something, maybe we can meet up with Mike and we can, like, all three get together and you can talk to him. Because he's, like, there's a couple of movies where, um, that, that he's, like, really familiar with that he's got, like, a lot of insight on. That's fun to, like, one of them's Happy Feet. He'll go on and on about that. <laughs> yeah, that's great, man. That's so funny. Yeah. And, Interesting. Uh, yeah, he's got a couple of them that he's, like, really, he's really, like, kind of unpacked a lot. Um, that's really cool. Yeah. So. That's yeah, it's, really it's fun, though. It's, yeah, it'd be fun to, I'm trying to think of what other ones he's got. He's, he's, there's a, I don't know, there's, there's so many of them. I mean, the obvious ones, too, that I know you're familiar with, like Lord of the Rings. and Oh, yeah. And uh, what's that other one? Chronicles of Narnia. Narnia. But it's, it's yeah. weird even with those because I feel like there's a lot more stuff in those that is um, that people, like, haven't, like, maybe discovered yet. Uh, like, because I was hearing someone talk about Chronicles of Narnia on a podcast one time, and they were like going into all this mythology that was like hidden in it that I that like um, that I never ever would have thought of. Like, because you kind of only think about the main symbols, like Aslan is like kind of like type of Jesus, you know, all like the the ones people mostly talk about. But there was all this other crazy stuff about like different planets and like how the movies are based around different planets in the sky. Like, each mm. each each book was, like, based off a different planet. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and it had to deal with, like, the mythology of planets or something. I don't know. It was really weird interesting the way it, like, it, it, like, a guy was talking about it. And even Lord of the Rings, like, I don't know. I'd have to, like, look, listen to that one more or, like, look at it more. But I don't know if, like, they, if the elves are supposed to be kind of like angels in a sense because they're immortal and like I, it's weird like there's little things where like I feel like people maybe haven't unpacked it all the way or something you know yeah I don't know interesting I have no idea I don't know either oh man it's already almost midnight I'm sorry man is it really yeah, we've been Holy talking crap. for two hours or something. Right? That's awesome. I know I've rambled on and on about No, 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 no. That was so could, fascinating, dude. I can keep going I'm, to you probably. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think my takeaway from this is I really want to watch Hook and then discuss it with you. Yeah, do it. Do it. Yeah, I will. Gotta, like, let me know what you like uh, pick up on, too, because... It's one of those, like, once I started listening to the book on it, I was just like, man, I need help. <laughs> this is hard to keep up with. Yeah, would you mind sending that to me? Yeah, yeah, I will. Definitely. So. Awesome, dude. Awesome. But uh, I should probably get going to bed. I had no idea it was so late. I have to yeah. be pretty early tomorrow. Yeah, you got to work there. Uh, yeah. I try to... I've been in a routine where... Um, well, I have a meeting tomorrow morning that I have to get some work done, but I'm tr- I've am i been trying to wake up at 5 every day to oh, wow. read my Bible and go for a run every morning. Um, oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, trying to be disciplined a little bit. 
I should but, go um, tomorrow, though, because i got to go to Sevierville tomorrow, so I need to get a start. But. It's a little bit of a drive, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, thanks for talking. But, dude, thanks so much for talking so long. I really loved this. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot. Yeah, it was fun. I, I always enjoy talking to you. It's nice. Yeah. Don't so. forget to send me that book and that picture. Yeah, I will. As soon as I get off here, I will. Awesome, dude. I'll talk to you soon. All right, see you, man. Have a good night.